the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM twelve twenty KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black. Talking money, investing more. Let's bring in, as we always do at this time, Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. How are you, Mr. O'Hare? Hi, Rob. I'm doing fine. Good to be back with you. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for always being professional and coming on. Um sure. S and P five hundred close to all time highs. What are your First reactions to that thought. You know, I kid you not, I just two seconds ago thinking of how this interview might go, and I thought that question might come up, and I just wrote down uh, you have the SPF funder at an all time high, and yet it, it feels strangely uncomfortable. I don't know. Um, there's, you know, an argument to be made that the, the market overall is not, you know, stretched uh, to points like we saw certainly in the dot com bubble days, but Nonetheless, you're starting to see some of the speculative froth hit in certain pockets of the market that do that does suggest that there is some uh, a pickup in increased speculation. I think that's taking advantage of simply the, the momentum the momentum induced trade uh, courtesy of you know the Fed's monetary policy. Uh, we've seen that in the marijuana stocks. We've seen that in the fuel cell stocks this week. Um, you've seen it in the biotech space and uh, certainly some of the social media companies and then. And then you just look at uh, the level of the increasing use of margin debt to capitalize on future expected gains. And that's, you know, some building evidence anyway that suggests to us there is some froth here. And and the market is, is frankly, seemingly disregarding anything outside of itself, you know, and I'm speaking specifically to the situation in Ukraine, uh, as well as some signs of trouble in China. Um, and there's just no regard for anything uh, it seems, and there won't be, it seems, until it actually hits the market flat in the face. So that's the expectation? I'm not asking you for a prediction, but do you think at some point we correct and it's going to be pretty hardcore because we seem to be ignoring things that are signs at this point? Well, what, what we're saying is that the the setup is there for there to be a severe setback in the event something bad and unexpected happens because you do have, you know, margin debt uh, at a record high and really as a percentage of nominal GDP, it's at its second highest point in history. The only other highest point, uh, the high point was at the peak in 2000. Um, so we're not predicting it. What we're trying to do is is point out for our readers essentially that the, the the risk is building here for a more material setback and that 
they should be conscientious about that risk and not be so complacent as the broader market seems to be when thinking about, you know, their investment portfolio and whether or not to commit new capital at this juncture. So, um, you know, our thinking has essentially been that, you know, you, you maintain your core positions, but in those stocks that have had some really tremendous gains, you know, behoove you to take some money off the table probably. So uh, you can't be hurt by that and maybe just sit back and watch for a bit because, you know, I think the geopolitical factor is going to uh, ratchet up here in the next week or so when we get that referendum in Crimea. And uh, it's going to be an inflection point because all signs point to uh, uh, to that being voted in favor of the uh, Russian annexation. And then the U.S. is going to have a real diplomatic pickle on its hand in terms of what the next step is and then uh, what happens from there in terms of any type of um, response from Russia. The White House agenda for the last or the next three years, is that playing into your commentary at this point or not so much? You know, not not so much. I mean, you know, politics. Uh, again, strangely, if you, I guess if you can look at it, this seems to have been just set off to the side right now. I think that uh, market participants, anyway, are cognizant that with the midterm election coming up, that the legislative year has basically already come to an end. Right? They've managed to get a budget uh, agreed to. They've managed to, you know. Uh, push off the whole debt ceiling matter and and that's good enough in terms of you know from congress's perspective to keep things going uh but to you know get some real you know legislative policy changes in effect like you know overhauling the tax code or immigration reform or things of that nature uh you just don't see any of that really materializing in front of those midterm elections and so um and so I don't think that the market is paying close attention anyway to what's happening politically right now and certainly uh, prognostications of what might happen three years from now. It's interesting to continue to look at the future. You spoke a little bit of a maybe a correction coming. If you were 30, would you care at all about a coming correction? Uh, right. Well, you know, again, it all boils down. Everyone's different, right? And so, right. but if you take just a you know thirty year old who uh, theoretically has thirty five years to to retirement, uh, maybe forty years, uh, then I'd say no. You know, um, it's. I mean, history has demonstrated that there will be you know some big setbacks in the market, uh, and that your willingness and ability to uh, maintain the discipline of a buy and hold strategy will work out in the end or should work out in the end for you certainly and 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 that's a long time ahead but if you're a 30 year old and you're sitting there uh you know thinking uh i got to put some money to work to take advantage of this you know run up i'm seeing in twitter you know stocks like that uh then we'd be more more guarded certainly and would advise against you know rushing in to do something like that but if you're just talking a a really long-term commitment then um you just can't time the market uh you can't time it well and and uh and it pays to essentially invest in those companies that have been around and have the ability to succeed in any type of economic cycle and to bounce back from some of those uh, setbacks that might uh, occur in the midst of a change in the business cycle, but ultimately have the financial wherewithal to keep paying dividends and uh, and growing their earnings. Thinking with Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. Do you make anything of the authors like a Harry Dent who say market could rally for now, but it's going to 6,000 sooner than later? 
Right. You know, I, I, maybe they'll be right someday, I guess. Um, you know, the thing about uh, those really uh, big claims like that, right, is that, um, uh, you know, Harry Dent was, you know, made a good name for himself in terms of the demographic argument, and it certainly seemed to resonate during the financial crisis when we saw that huge setback. And um, but there's been a big opportunity cost, you know, uh, if you've you know stuck to that same mentality over the last five years here. You know, you've got the market up what 170 percent or so, and if you keep waiting for that next shoe to drop, you made a you made you lost huge opportunity, right? So that's that's kind of the whole idea about the the buy and hold is what we we're talking about is that you just you just never know. I mean, it it certainly uh is a scary sounding idea. Um they can certainly frame the argument in a way that makes a lot of sense uh and spooks you from, you know, being involved in the equity market. I don't know if he's going to be right. He might be, and obviously that's not going to be a good thing. But, uh, but certainly uh, from a fundamental viewpoint here where you've got interest rates as low as they are, inflation as low as it is, and valuation that's not you know, really stretched to an abnormal extreme, historically speaking, there is a basis to, you know, to remain with invested in the stock market here and not to just give in to some of those you know, outlandish claims that uh, you know, we're going to fall apart here. It seems pretty sensational as far as claims go, and I, just, I, I think I've learned that capitalism works, and you almost have to give it some time, and even though there are these big trends that happen, uh, I don't know if I buy into the, the fear argument ever or the greed argument ever, but I digress. Mr. O'Hare, what are you working on that should be brought to our attention maybe a little early than you actually publish it? Yeah, well, I kind of maybe gave myself away. I'm actually going to be working on a, uh, a market view update uh, that we uh, post to briefing.com on a quarterly basis. I'll be publishing that this uh, this Friday. And um, and essentially, while you know, I've noted that it's, you have this kind of uncomfortable feeling here, and that you might be a little bit overbought in the near term. Again, if you take a step back and simply look at some of these fundamental factors that you know drive equities in terms of you still have earnings growth, you still have low interest rates, you still have low inflation rates. The process to getting there may not be so pretty this year. We think there's going to be increased volatility, obviously, with what the Fed is doing, some of the geopolitical factors. But in the end, we're still sticking with what we called a, a practically positive outlook for 2014 that we shared at the end of 2013 that calls for a return of about 6 to 7% total return in the S&P 500 this year. Um, it's all subject to change uh, as the year unfolds, but right now we think that uh, the market or that that return is still achievable. <laughs> Thanks very much. It's Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com, talking about where we are in the markets and expectations for the year. 6-7% after a year up 30% would seem reasonable. Of course, we all want another up 30%. So uh, the market does have to give back at times to make it healthy. Uh, if it were hitting 52-week highs all the time, it wouldn't have any support underneath it. It would just be, you know, like a skyscraper. And, uh, you know, without the support beams in place, you need those support beams. Every time you make a move higher, you need to kind of digest them. Uh, or it will come back. So, um, Facebook stock is doing very, very well. Uh, $72 stock at this point in time. Analysts were kind of racing to catch up to it. Uh, 
Um, stock advancing more rapidly than people anticipated. So several ideas, you know, dating back to last year, with the two years ago with the IPO. So they just ripped by expectations. She calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. You can find me online at robblack.com. Twitter, Rob Black Show. YouTube, Rob Black Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.